0: Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host Tom Gerard. Uh, this week I sit down with UK-based animator Russ Murphy, aka Rough Mercy. How are you going?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Nice to be here.
0: Yeah, thanks for yeah. taking the time to sit down and have a chat.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> so you've got a uh, like a lit list of people you've worked with, like um, they're making music videos for, and they're pretty pretty extensive. Like I was looking on your website, and you've done videos for Pusha T, Nas, Jay Dilla, DJ Shadow, Danny Brown, Schoolboy Q, Run the Jewels and just like heaps of other like cool acts. Like um, how'd you get such a good uh,
1: portfolio under your belt? Ah, uh, right. I guess, <laughs> you know, I've been doing it for a little while now, but some of the, you know, most of them are, are 100% official videos. Some of them are, what's it called? Some of them are unofficial Because you mentioned the Pusha T one, you see, and I kind of hijacked that video and Mm -hmm. drew over it. But, you know, Nas, Dilla, all those ones, Run the Jewels, they're all official ones. But um, I like to do a mix of just doing whatever I fancy. But to get started, it was about deciding one day that I was bored of doing what I was doing, which was mainly motion graphics or, you know, TV work, commercial stuff. And there's a rapper called Blue. Yeah, do you know, know Blue from I LA? Know. Yeah. So I was listening to Blue a lot and that Below the Heavens album. And maybe I read an interview with that guy somewhere about talking about how you should just, you know, do what you want to do. You know, uh, I can't remember if that's exactly what happened, but I just hit him up on MySpace and said, hey, do you want a video? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And he threw me this Flying Lotus um He rapped over basically a Flying Lotus beat by, uh, and it was from the Los Angeles LP. It was a gangbang beat. And I think it was unofficial. He just rapped it. He goes, yeah, yeah, make me a video for this, thinking it was just going to take like a couple of days. And then I went away for a long time and made the video for that. And that was probably the first one. And after that, when people started seeing it, other people got in touch. And then it sort of, you know, steamrolled from there, rolled, rolled on from there. Um, and at the beginning that I did them for free and then slowly I started building up, you know, making it, you know, did them for free alongside my paid work and then now it's pretty much my full-time, you know, salary, you know. Income. Yeah.
0: So we, like with a lot of the videos you've made, the ones I've seen anyway, um, they're sort of from the last five years or so. Is that how long you've been um, freelancing?
1: No, did, well, I'd say 2008 was when that blue one happened. So that's like 10 years, and it was a slow progression to, you know, maybe do like two in a year to now. Last year I did something like 13, I think, you know, official or unofficial. But no, I I, uh, left college in 95 and went to MTV for three years, and there I did the – I worked in the on-air promotions department, so I made little tile sequences, and it was kind of before – the home computer thing really kicked off. In 98, I, I, I got the first iMac and I left there. And then I went freelance, but mainly for MTV, Nickelodeon, TV channels, BBC. Uh, and did graphic work, you know, title sequences for their shows or promotions. Uh, so, yeah. So, in, the long answer to your question is I've been doing it longer than... So, going back to 1998 is how long I've been freelance.
0: Yeah. And how, how did you yeah. um, how did you get your foot in the door with MTV like straight out of college?
1: Do you know, I was kind of cockiness and jamminess, maybe hopefully a bit of luck, talent. Sorry, and uh, I was at MT I was at Leeds in uh, England, Leeds Metropolitan mm-hmm. University, and some guys who came in who used to be students there were talking about MTV and about the Idents. And I remember really, I never, I didn't have MTV back then. You know, n- not many people did, like students, and. Um, but I remember seeing IDents and they showed us a bunch of these little fifteen second idents. You know you, you know the classic stuff. Yeah, yeah the, and it turned the out, same ones and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's sort of they were really experimental and you'd have like um, a bunch of different styles and they were they were all I always found them really cool and I, and I thought, wow, if you can get a job making those, you know, that would be pretty cool. So these guys came in and talked about it and they, they, they mentioned the guy's name of who the boss was who sort of commissioned all those idents in the UK. So after I finished MT, um, you know, college, not knowing what I was going to do, I had a showreel and it was like, right, shit, all my friends have moved back to London. I'm up in Leeds. Uh, I need to get a job. So I wrote this ridiculous letter about, it was like a kind of ballsy letter about how, um, you know, I was in, I, I was in love with a TV, and I can get you one, I can hook you up. And I so said they wrote this crazy letter to this guy and sent my showreel. And then I think he, he got me down for like a trial week, The this Peter Doherty guy. He got me down for a trial week and, the, and then it extended to a month and then it just turned into a producer's job there. So I kind of, it worked out. I think my second name being Murphy and he's a Doherty uh, and an American Irish. I think he kind of thought I was going to be Irish. So he probably got me down just on the, the fact that I had an Irish surname rather than anything else, but <laughs> it worked out. It worked out. So, and so, this dude actually, this dude turned out to have started Yo! MTV raps in the states. So he'd worked with the Beastie Boys and Run DMC, El Cool J, and loads of the old album covers. Because I, you know, I, I always read the linear notes and I find like his name was like tucked in there in the Queen Latifah album, like you know, in the thank yous and stuff. So he never talked about it, but it was like. Apart from he did mention the beasties a lot because he used to like he worked on license to ill kind of around that time. But he was cool, but he guys, poor guy, um, he's passed away now, so it's kind of probably why I mention him more.
0: Yeah, it's good to know yeah. that he's still get still getting the mention, you
1: know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he shaped a lot of people's uh, artistic careers. You know, like he was a yeah. There you go. Yeah, oh,
0: that's sad. He's a good guy a- to work. With yeah yeah you no know, it is actually but yeah happens to all of us so doesn't it sooner or later <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: yeah i hope people are still talking about me when i'm long gone you know
1: oh yeah yeah in a good way as well in a good way yeah in a good way
0: not that prick. <laughs> um yeah. so like what what type of work do you end up doing at mtv like is you know there was um did you have a lot of creative freedom or were they letting you come up with things or were you just sort of doing as you were told
1: Do you know what? They did let you come out get get away with a lot of stuff. It was almost like an extension of college. Mm. So I actually, I might have talked about this before, really, but it was kind of like, you know, there was you had to come up with an idea for Bruce Springsteen weekend, you know. So you had to cut together a thirty-second advert for Bruce Springsteen weekend on MTV, and it would always be like this weekend on MTV, and then you'd, but in that thirty seconds you could go through any videotape in the library and you could put together a narrative from all the weirdest obscure videos as long as you showed a few bruce springsteen videos so it could be about this man went to a shop and then you know you find a video of a man in the shop and he opens a fridge and in the fridge you you, you show a beer bottle on the beer bottle is bruce springsteen's born to born in the usa cover you could do crazy stuff like that and the and the and the other guys would be like yeah yeah why not you know, they didn't, It was like you knocked these out once a week, so they didn't really care if they they had to be of a good standard, but they didn't really crush your ideas. They were like, yeah, yeah, the weird and more obscure the better. So it was a good playground actually for for three years. Even though I kind of still thought at the time, ah, oh, MTV's not cool, but it was it was actually a good place to to hang out and yeah, some talented people there in my department. Yeah,
0: yeah. I always saw it as being pretty cool, you, I was pretty young when MTV first started out and when all those things were, you know, being made. They were, um, you know, I just remember watching it because we had to stay up late to be able to watch MTV over here, you know. Right. And so you're up late yeah. at night and, you know, with your eyes half open trying to, well, oh, MTV's <laughs> <all the..." laughs> And uh, I really uh, I just remember watching those things, those, um, those uh, you know, little snippets and really liking them, you know.
1: You know, in retrospect, it was cool to be there. But I think at the time, I was just trying to be all like, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, this is it's MTV, it's all right. But I think looking back, it was actually, you know, it was a cool place to to be.
0: Yeah. And, like, how did you get into, like, animation in the first place? Like, before college uh, and all you, that, to even, like, go down that path?
1: Yeah, I guess, I don't do you know, I, I always used to draw, so you know, I was into illustration first, I went to Leeds to do an illustration course, but I always remember back when I was like 12 or 13, I think I loved car- drawing cartoons, you know, like copying all the Looney Tunes and, um, you know, that sort of, you know, you'd get your, or Judge Dredd, i copy Judge Dredd, but i copy Looney Tunes or, and I think I remember my teacher in like one of the classes, at like art, religious education or something, saying to me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I think I said an animator. And then now I keep thinking about her because I'm like, fuck! I wish I'd said a film director. <laughs> you know, like, why did I say animator? It's like I cursed myself by saying, yeah, I wanted to be an animator. Well, I could have like could have been anything. It was like almost like a moment where I could have like I decided my destiny there and then. But I never really thought of it. I didn't know how I was going to do animation, but you know, I'm only joking. But I went to the. Um, when I went to Leeds, I went there with the intention of doing an illustration. So, and they happened to have an old video, you know, they have like a video camera there. So it wasn't like film camera. It wasn't hooked up to computers. It was just like frame, stop motion camera. So, um, I just did a lot of stuff there, animation there. Yeah. And it kind of went further into, And it, no one really taught you animation there. It was just like playing around with the equipment. And I did a lot of, um, yeah, stop motion and filming off the screen, in feedback and weird stuff and when I went to MTV that's probably where I got more into animation
0: and were you um like were you teaching yourself was it or like you know I guess you get you learn from your teachers and your tutors and stuff but were you also like quite experimental with your approach
1: yeah I think I have to be because you know what? there was no te- I didn't have any technical animation um tutors, you know it was like so at college it was just like the best thing about, I found about my college was they just let you just do what you wanted to do. Is and it that dawned on me if like, unless you do unless you put do the work, you're not going to have anything to show for it. So I just they I, no one even you know they just sort of stopped you every now and again and said how are you going and you just say oh it's going fine. So I kind of knew at the end of it I had to get a job and I had to sort of put together a lot of just I was quite driven. In my, second and third year and then after that at mtv it was more about going to posh edit suites and getting other people to do stuff so i'd sit in an edit suite and i would say oh can you make this shot come after this shot i'm telling an editor what to do and then you'd go to a really expensive post-production company and they have a flame or a i mean yeah it's a flame i think or a paint box and they would do the graphics or the special effects and of course you know £500 an hour or something, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And then at the end, when I left MTV, that's when the iMac came out and people started, someone said, hey, there's this thing called After Effects, and, you know, so I just was like, all right, what's that? And then suddenly you could turn out the same work in a fraction of the price, and it was like a boom in the industry of, like, individuals and small companies, people, inform- people forming small companies that could just sort of just basically outdo the post-production companies, you know. The so MTV TV was suddenly getting people like me to do work for them for like a fraction of the cost. So yeah. I got in town to me. I, I I think that was a sort of self-teaching bit was just survival, you know. I got After Effects and I was like, fuck, I need to learn this. So just hours of spent, you know, hours of just sitting there and just trying. I think the first time I used After Effects I managed to make a box rotate and that was, when I did that, I was like, you know, it's like, hallelujah, this is like, I've created the Sistine Chapel, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, to me, it's like a massive goal, but anyway, going on a bit about that.
0: That's all good. So, um, like, did you, have you tried any other, like, mediums? Like, uh, like have, you, have you ever done, like, art and then, like, uh, like, as an artist or, you know, put stuff in exhibitions or anything like that, or has it all just been strictly um, animation for you in illustration?
1: Yeah, do you know? I think I switched from yeah, from illustration to animation at college, and then in MTV, and then just doing TV stuff. And um, I've always kind of wanted to go because I've got lots of friends who are print makers, and I've kind of always wanted to. And I've, there's a bit of a jealousy of like seeing of that side of things. That seeing people do that as a career, like yourself, you know, painting murals or you know doing you know uh you know exhibitions so i'm kind of trying my aim actually over the next few years is to sort of try and move more in that direction as well or try and have a balance of, of video and take that into galleries um and i think through instagram i've become more experimental and i'm seeing ways now of like how i might be able to do something like that but it definitely feels like a um, I can't just jump into it. I feel a little bit like I'm a novice at it, you know. Like I feel like this. So when I come, so I did some prints recently, and I was like, yeah, I've done some prints. I'm going to sell them. But then when I when it came to like making the shop or how to photograph them, and it was like, oh no, this is all a bit complicated. Whereas with when I make something on TV and it's just there on the, it's just it's a little, it's simpler in a way.
0: Yeah, because I've been I've you know I've been looking at a lot of your uh, work and just. Looking at um, even just you know pressing pause on any any clip and it's just like it's like man that's a that's a painting right there or whatever like you could I, I just yeah. feel that there's so much um, you could really broaden your work like outside of video. It's, it's I really really dig what you do and I think you've got a lot of talent. You know you could easily um, Thanks, yourself, you know put yourself out there as an artist.
1: Yeah, well I think like the juxtaposting was a big thing for me. Yeah. You know, getting in that magazine because I've just looked at that magazine since college. So, it's kind of like I always just like poured over that magazine and always thought, "Oh man, if I could just one day if I got into this ma- got into this magazine, I'd, you know, I'd be, you know, I'd make my day." So, you know, I've been in lots of other magazines for videos, but to get that particular magazine, even though it's a small thing, it was kind of like a big thing for me. So, yeah. I was kind of agely chuffed and uh, it's nice of you to say that about the artwork. Because yeah, my girlfriend's forever like pushing me to sell prints from stills from my videos, but i was trying to work out how to do it. And you know, um, yeah, maybe maybe I've got to try harder this year. So
0: yeah, and how did the uh, how did the juxtaposing thing come about?
1: Uh you know that they kept uh, through the music videos. They kept there was a I guess slowly they must have started noticing like they run the jewels. I guess if the guys there like run the jewels or Earl. Sweatshirt, Dilla, I think then they they started posting you a know, little post on their Twitter or their online magazine and I was just like you know, I sort of wrote some you know, a little Twitter response and it kind of quoted Biggie Smalls' lyrics of like there's a Biggie Smalls lyric which like I smile at my mum smiles every time she sees my face up in the Source, which is like Source magazine yeah. so I kind of twisted it to in a really bad way to juxtapose <laughs> 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 it didn't really fit but i kind of just did it and then uh and then the editor the uh, alex nichols nichols is it i think he he got in touch from juxtapos and said hey man how about an interview for, and i was like yeah brilliant yeah yeah Thank so you. i'm hoping that I'm, I'm hoping i can do you know i've got this vision to do to do more art stuff you know i've got some nice ideas but it's just yeah, I just need to pull my finger out my ass and do it.
0: Yeah. Well, you're definitely being creative on a daily basis by the looks of things with all the work you're doing. You, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Thanks. It's not like you're churning out other people's stuff for them.
1: No, so, no, no. You know, sometimes I end up like spending more, you know, I'll be in the middle of a job and I'll just stop and do think oh, I'm going to do something for myself, like for Instagram and get excited thinking, you know. And then, um, yeah, so I am in, and do that. I, I I found Instagram great for just wanting to just create stuff and just get like most of the things on there are like, just take half an hour. They're just like, I just grab the first movie that I've got. I can find the first music and just sort of just see what I can make. So it's kept me, I feel like it's given me a bit of inspiration through, through it. But, um, yeah, being creative. But I think when it's a bigger challenge, like the putting on an exhibition and going about doing something like that, I'm like, I don't know how, how the fuck do I do that? Yeah. So I kind of, uh, it's easier for me to just make a little movie on Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: Rather than get out there and, and put a bigger project into the process, you know? Yeah.
0: We well, you can start off with just like one piece in a group show or something like that. You know, yeah. Speak, you see that? Speak to you Sigloy. You're making sense. Yeah. Speak to oh, You're, yeah, you're yeah. friends with him. He runs a gallery, yeah.
1: you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of slowly, slowly, I'm just going to start slowly dropping hints with him. I haven't rightly yeah. said, why, why can't I? But, um, you
0: know, yeah. I'm sort of. Yeah. Bu- I will. I will. Buy him a pint. No, get get him on the <laughs> second pint, and then and then drop the question.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true good plan. Good
0: plan. Yeah. Um, so you you work uh, mostly with like hip hop acts. Is that is that a deliberate thing? For is that like the music of choice for you? And or is that just the clients that come your way?
1: Uh, okay, so. Uh, yeah, you're right. Since I was 13, I was, that was the first music which kind of like really connected hip hop. And, uh, I think back then when I was really 13, 14, I used to dream, fantasize about making videos for these guys, you know, hip hop, you know, Rakim, Public Enemy, I'd think, when I listened to music, I'd think of a video idea. And then it kind of disappeared. And then I think we, you know, it came back with Blue and Blue, and then the next after blue, when I did that in 2008, the next one was hip hop too. And it kind of, it, yeah, I, get, I think the knock on effect of people seeing the videos within that world came to more work and I still listen to that music. I listen to lots of music. I listen to everything really that's got soul. Um, but in particular I can really connect with the, the, uh, the beats and the, I just like, I just love hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I find I find am getting older these days, where some of it is not I'm not loving it as much as I did, which I which I never thought would happen, but I think it's okay. But yeah, so it was it was like basically hip hop was my first love. So, and I, actually I'm going to rewind a bit because not many people know this, but um, when I was left MTV, me and a friend we sort of formed a, a small company called Crooked. Uh, first we were Plan B, and we did a Man- Mantronics video. Uh, and uh, at the time that was when you didn't do it yourself and you had to go and edit speeds and you had to beg time and you had to it was all like you had to get a cameraman to shoot it for free it was a bit of a struggle and we were like up for the Coldplay's we, we got to pitch on Coldplay's first ever video before they were famous because my friend was gonna Alex Williamson was gonna do the album cover so their re- record label called him in they got him to do the album ideas for the album cover and then he uh, he said, oh, we do videos, and we got to pitch on Coldplay's video, first one. Uh, and it was kind of like, and we didn't get it anyway. <laughs> but they did a video. The next video was kind of similar to our I- idea, but coincidence, I think. And we did a Snow Patrol video. But the reason I mention all this is that I was working on songs that I didn't really care about. I kind of felt like, oh, I could make an amazing video, but I don't like the song. I thought it didn't matter. So when I came, and, I, and then I came, me and him, we kind of knocked it on the head doing the music video as a team. Uh a cinematic orchestra, which I was a big fan of, but it, it sort of didn't happen for me, the music video thing, earlier on, I left it and decided I didn't want to do it. So I put about six or seven years' distance in between. Then when I came back to decide to do it again, I just decided maybe from the taking blues advice just stick to what I wanted to do. And I didn't want to do... You know, I didn't want to just do music video for anything just because someone could offer me money. So I tried to stay true to what I really liked. You know.
0: Yeah. I yeah. um I did a. I'm um, giving
1: you long answers, aren't
0: I? <laughs> no, that's all good, man. It's, it's uh, yeah. that's it's it's standard length, man. Don't don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> um, I did I did a Snow Patrol video when I was in the UK years ago. Did you? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like I was just part which of one? it. I was like an extra in there and shit like that. But they um. Oh, uh, which one? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, it was, it was uh, when it was. I think it was when they did the um, they did. they had to like present an award at the, the MTV Music Awards or something. Right, and that day and then like. They wanted me to just do some like painting. I had to just paint a piece in in this building. But right. then there was a guitar solo that started, and then they wanted me to paint the um, the guy's guitar as he was like doing his guitar solo. And it's like you're joking, really? Huh? <laughs> he starts <laughs> jumping around and doing all this shit, and I'm, I'm painting, and I sprayed him right in the face because <laughs> he got all down. and It's like, what are you doing? He was just like, oh man, <laughs> just coughing up spray paint, and saw I him that night on the was. yeah, saw him that night on the TV with the um. With a uh, like spray paint on his face still and all that, like he didn't c- couldn't oh, really? get it off properly.
1: <laughs> so was that like was that like part of a live was that part of a live show then? No,
0: yeah. no, no. It was a it was just uh, it was some video. I can't. I, it was a whole bunch of us that were involved. We just yeah. it was just I, I I didn't have much money and it was a chance to get a bit of cash. But uh, it was me and a bunch of other graffiti artists got invited to do it and yeah, right. it, was, uh, it was it was just. Really, really frustrating. You know, just sitting around all day waiting to be told oh, what to do, yeah. and then you know you got these like guys with ponytails, like with big egos and stuff like that, telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh man, fuck this. I <laughs> mean, like,
1: whoever came with the idea of spraying it as he's playing it. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Doing doing as just... I'm told. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was weird because before that, like when I was when I was about twenty years old, like I always thought that the best job in the world would be to um be uh, to make music videos because I um, yeah, cause. Because I really liked film and I thought it'd be awesome mm. to make movies, but gee, the, the outlay and the fuck around, with getting all the money together and then, how, you know, spending months and months to shoot it and then edit it and just, there's too much money caught up with it. But I thought music videos are short and sweet. You've got like three and a half minutes, yeah. you know, in and out type of thing. You can be really creative. You can do whatever to the music and, um... I I thought it was a really good idea until that day, and I thought, nah, man. <laughs> uh,
1: there's something yeah. about yeah. There's something about sometimes standing on a shoot, waiting for yeah. things to happen. Yeah, that You'd, sort of is really quite painful.
0: Yeah, you don't have that problem though, do you? Like, there was like because I saw, I thought the push T one was official that you did, but you were saying before it's um, unofficial. But like with. Is that the same with like the schoolboy Q one you did? And, like how? Do, like do they give uh, you like okay. a, fin- a finished video and then you just draw over it and do your thing? And,
1: and yeah, it's... right. So the, the ones that I've done, the ones that I directed, what happened at the beginning is I did like more animated videos. So blue was that. You gone off?
0: Yeah, no, that's good. You're just leaning on your microphone.
1: Okay. Oh, sorry. Carried blue, on. blue, blue one was out pure animation, and then the next one was pure animation for a guy called Versus and Ass. Anyway. Um, and then the one that really kicked off with the hand drawing style was like this guy David Hellman, director David Hellman. He was starting out and he had blue and him had an idea about drawing over video footage. They had like a little gift. They said, Oh, can you make a whole video like this? So I did that with him. And that kind of that's another story, but that kind of launched a huge kind of like Eureka moment for me to have um you know, in a certain style, the drawing over stuff. But the reason I mentioned is because at that point I was kind of thinking, why am I drawing in everybody else's uh, music videos? Do you know what I mean? Or why am I? Why am I not doing the live action too? So I kind of decided that moment I was going to do live act to do the live action directing as well. So I did the Schoolboy Q one, I think, for the same guy. He shot him and said, hey, would you want to draw over this schoolboy Q? And roughly about the same time, I was like, yeah, I want to get my own directing thing kicked, kicking off. Um, so I did a, a video for Blue Daisy, a guy called Blue Daisy. That was kind of a, a, a simple shoot. And done, I done I, I directed a Danny Brown live shoot, Run the Jewels. Um, Lily Allen was probably like the a point. And Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa I went over to L.A. to direct those ones. So – but I did – so I kind of have done a mixture, and then people come to me also, like you say, and they go, "I've got this. V- I get it a lot actually. I've got this video. Can you draw over my video?" And depending on who's asking, how much they're paying, how much I like the track, how much I see it as a way of progressing in, you know, uh, you know, I do draw over people's videos, but it's kind of I don't, I, I I don't know I, I, don't have any rules really I kind of I'm I'm a bit impulsive I think and I kind of just depends on how I feel at the moment when people ask me how skin time like I said or (laughs) you know it's just I'm I'm trying to get back into the more live action directing this year but because last year I just decided that I wasn't going to worry about that I was just going to do I just wanted to do animated videos and not be on shoot so much Um, but then you know you becoming a bit of a danger of becoming just seen as a a graphics guy, you know, rather than the director, so I'm getting people like wanting me to draw on Bruno Mars and offering me shit deals and money and you know, and just being you know, the time and stuff, and kind of so I don't know, I'm going on again, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: So, with, like, with, with for instance, with the um, the DJ Shadow one, uh, oh, that yeah, he did, like, you did, you just he just gave you the song, and you just sort of directed that with your animation. The whole, did the whole thing yourself.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So all the animated ones are purely just um, you know me. Or working with me and this guy called Patch, who I get in to work with me. who's super nice guy and a talented illustrator and animator. Um, yeah, I run the um, DJ Shadow. Actually, was I sort of built up a relationship with Mass, Mass Appeal Records, who were uh, put out that record. And I'd done run the jewels through them, and I'd done a few like Pimp C. I'd done a few little bits and bobs, and uh, other oh, Dilla Nas video. So it kind of got to the point where the guy managing the the guy the label Amit he um, he he said, "Oh hey, this is DJ Shadow. Do you want to pick a, a, a track from DJ Shadow's album to do a video for?" And that wasn't the one I was going to choose at first, but then they went they pushed on that one, so. Uh, and they were pretty cool. They, you know, I, I sort of came up with a concept, and they just let me get on with it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Was there um Was there one video that you did that like was like really propelled your career? Like you were sort of getting them here and there, and then you did like one video, and it just everything blew up for you.
1: Yeah, I think maybe the one I did with uh, there's two may mainly. You know, um, the one I mentioned earlier. It was, it was a blue. Track produced by Flying Lotus, mm-hmm. and it's called "Doing Nothing," and that's the first one where I drew over the video footage. So this guy David, he shot a great, you know, bed, edited it, sent it to me, and then I just drew, like, scribbled over, and it's like that drawing, you know, when you were a kid and you just draw over textbooks, and it was like pure doodling. And um, at the time, no one was, no one was doing it like that. So at that moment, were, it kind of blew up quite big for me and then suddenly it was like everybody was like can you draw my video and you know then I I noticed people started ripping it off like Mac Miller video for uh, and Joey Badass did a video where they just copied the style and it sort of spread and I noticed at that point that's when I started it started kicking off and then when I did the Blue Daisy one which where I directed the live action then that led on to like Lily Allen and and that's when I noticed oh this is kind of so Blue Daisy and Blue mainly, that style kind of kicked it off. That was, people saw that as something fresh, I think, and, and then that, yeah, so Blue, yeah. Blue and, um, and David Hellman, so yeah. I think that was good for him too, like that video launched his music video career and he's doing really well now. He's just, Vince Staples videos and, um, you yeah, know, did the Schoolboy Q, a bunch of stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. Awesome. So when yeah. you, when you said like um, you noticed people knocking off your style, did you um, just get really prolific with it and that's so you owned it? If you know what I mean?
1: That's yeah, that's kind of how I I I think with music videos, everyone you know with music videos directors, everyone you're meant to come up with like a new concept every time or something. Like if you're a painter, you might just want to explore doing one style for like a whole series for a year. Maybe you want to paint in a similar way. I see you paint like there's cool staircases and wire mesh, you know, the barbed wire, not yeah. barbed wire, but you know, and, and you can explore that, and it doesn't get tired. And I kind of think, I, I think I was in this sort of belligerent kind of stubborn mode where I was thinking, I can't just do one video like this. I loved it so much. So like, why can't I do it again? So I just wanted to do it again. And then when I started seeing people copying it, I was like, I can't let people take this from me. So <laughs> I'm just going to just do it. And cause I enjoy it and it's quick. I saw it as my way of just drawing over whatever I wanted, and that's why I took the Pusha T video and just drew over it. And I, I think they came out on a Monday, and by the Friday I had drawn over it, like completed, completely. The day it came out, I took it, drew over it, and then I was about to put it out because I wanted to just sort of become a thing where I could hijack people's videos and put them back out there. So, you know, just kind of make them my own. I was in the kind of, I I took it as a graffiti, I guess I took a sort of graffiti hip-hop attitude towards it, you know. I could just take people's videos, I could do mine, I could draw on them. And, um, yeah, but mainly it was just like I wanted to just, I was just enjoying it, you know. If you're enjoying it, I just wanted to do it again and again, so. Yeah. But then it got, then it started to get a bit tired, you know. I started questioning it and, like, it's like, oh, fuck, you know. Can I do this again? Is that people getting bored now? How do I change it up? And then people are you know, I'm seeing it everywhere and people ask you know, it's kind of it's a difficult thing, isn't it, when you when you move on to the next thing and how you do and you know? Yeah, I don't know if you find the same I, thing in what you do. I do like, because you
0: wanna you wanna be recognized, you wanna get your stuff out there and it's like yeah. if you if you go in too different each time, you're not gonna yeah. be you're not gonna be recognizable. You're not gonna have a brand, I guess. Whereas if you yeah. like the, even the way you've done it, like you've done all these different videos, but you've approached them in so many different ways. Like that, that um, Jay Diller and Nas one, is all like collage, you know? And, yeah. so, and yeah. then, and then there's other ones like run the jewels was completely different again. You're still drawing over it. But then the way there was like, you know, there was a lot more of the video coming through that you'd colored and everything. And there was just, there's lots of different techniques. And then you look at that DJ shadow one and that's like a different video again, you know?
1: Yeah, thanks. Oh, I guess in, I'm, I'm I'm aware of it, so I'm trying to,
0: Yeah,
1: you know. And then I, I I probably went for a stage where I decided to try and not do it as much. Like, so oh, there is there is points, like the first one, the jewels, when I probably I was aware of, like, not just wanting to draw over, run the jewels, so I didn't do it so much. And then I probably went, oh, fuck it, I want to bring it back for something else. I want to I do it. And in between, there's loads of people, like commercials and different things, asking me to do it so on the download we're sort of drawing over you know for festival adverts and you know Apple I apple there's some apple thing I did a. we drew over some apple music thing and so but people don't see that but when you're drawing as well behind the scenes you start getting a bit tired of doing it as and you kind of it becomes a bit of a cliche to you and you you're thinking shit if, if I'm thinking it's a cliche everyone else is but so I, I made a big effort in the recent time to try and try and develop, you know, I guess you have to, don't you?
0: Yeah, I guess so, yeah.
1: You you keep fresh. I always wonder like, because I love Cleon Peterson's stuff, I've sort of bought early works of his and his new stuff as well and I kind of like, and I guess he will develop it even further at some point, he's got it, he'll move on, he can't do them forever, the same things, but so, I'm in awe of what he's doing, you know, it's Mm. amazing, but it's kind of like, I guess you have to you can do it for a bit, but you got to move on.
0: Yeah, but he's he's mixed it up a bit as well because I've got a, a a print that he did, and then also um like I went to his Lazaridis show like years ago in London, and, yeah. that, and that was like he did the full street scenes and everything with all the chaos going. I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I... But they're different to the things yeah. he's doing now. If you like, they you can tell it's the yeah, same so... person, but they're a different style, you know. Whereas yeah, if you, if you say like Cleon Peterson, one people automatically. Get an idea in their head, but he has me worked with a lot, of, a few different things, a few different ideas. Yeah, items, yeah. You
1: yeah. Know. I love those street ones actually. When you go where you saw the whole like just violence everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. you talk about. Yeah. With the big huge ones. Yeah, I was kind of like daydreaming of buying one at some point. But
0: yeah, same. Yeah. I, was, I was um, I went, I was working in um Soho at the time, and I went there on my lunch right. break, and I was just like, man, I want to I'd love to own one of these. You
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, one day, one day.
0: Yeah, yeah. we're we you know we we're, we're on the up and up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So with um. So with the different styles you've played around with, do you have like a, a technique that you you like you've you preferred? Do you, you do you prefer to work like over the top of film, or do you um prefer to like work with collage, or um or just like straight animation, and that's it? Do you have like a preferred um technique, I guess?
1: No, um, not really. I think the thing about animation is it takes ages sometimes. You know, it can be really slow and boring. It's not the end results are amazing, but sometimes the process can get quite tiring. You know, if, if you're trying to do some really slick animation. So I've always just wanted to keep things as, as loose because also music videos don't have the hugest budgets. Mm. And you could spend three months in the video, but then you're going to be, it's going to be hard, it's hard to make a living. So. I like the jobs that I can do. The quicker the job, the more fresh I feel about it, the more I like it. If I feel like I'm labored over something for so long, at the end I'll probably appreciate that, but during the process I'll probably get bogged down with thinking I'm not going to make, you know, and I'm turning down other work because of it. So my favorite style tends to be for that is the drawing over, just straight drawing over the footage. You know, I, I kind of like that. It is, even though it's what I've done the most of. I do like, I do like, I love throwing in one of them every now and again. I just did an Absol one where I did spend like two weeks on it, two to three weeks, but it just felt like it was just fun. The whole thing. I didn't have to think about it. I just sit down and just doodle over it. And it's, it's probably as enjoyable doing it as the finished result. Whereas maybe shadow had, it was a slower progress, you know, it took probably like two months to do that shadow one. And, you know, you're doing you're doing like a scene which might take three or four days to do, yeah. and then you're kind of like, and you think, fuck, am I just spending all my time on this? I'm not a patient, I don't think, when it comes to it. So, I, I have lots of patience, but to other animators, maybe I'm not as quick. I don't know. I don't know how they do this amazing. You know, I see some animations and I think, what the fuck, how are you doing that? That's like, you know, how do you sit there and draw so well for like? I'm probably doing it ten times quicker than me. I don't know.
0: Yeah. How long do you, How long does it normally take you to do a video, like on average?
1: Well, I try to get, on the whole, I try to get down to two weeks because if a label comes, like say when we did Lily Allen, it's like you've got the shoot side of things, so there's that, but people always want it within two weeks. It's like they don't really understand that they have to wait longer than two weeks. So there was a whole, and I, so I can nail the whole five minute video drawing over in two weeks i think yeah so on that level so i try and do a video in two weeks or if it's a fully animated one like shadow i know it's going to take i'll try and do maybe like a month to six weeks and depends what else is going on if there's other things going on i'll i'll try and there's always more than one thing going on that's the thing so i it's just trying to it's just juggling it but Whereas in other industries, I think where deadlines are really have to be met, I think sometimes in music videos they they, they kind of people are a lot more slacker with you know hey we need it mid April, and then it gets to mid April and you hand it in, no one's chasing you and you, you take an extra week. It, it's not great for practice. It kind of is, but it, you know it's I found it, uh, there's positives and negatives to that, you know.
0: Yeah. You know, with most things that, you know, when you're first teaching yourself how to do something, it takes you ages to sort get, of get the flow of it. Did it take you a long time to sort of, um, you know, when you started drawing over the, the videos, did it take you a long time to sort of get going with it? You know, like to do one the, video would take like months or something because you sort of... Yeah, yeah, I think the
1: technique. first one took... Yeah, the first one took a while actually. That blue one took like... It probably took a month and a half or something. And I think it was like, you know, to do start that video, I just went out, bought a Wacom, started trying to use the Wacom, and, like, I always, in the past, when I tried them, hated it. So it was like, oh man, this tablet, ah, drawing on this, You know, it was all a bit weird. And then, um, you know, I was drawing hundreds of little tiny hairs on the screen on the frame, which no one, you know, and it's like, it would probably take 10 minutes to draw a frame. I was doing stuff which was just take forever. So it kind of, after the first one, it kind of, you can learn pretty quickly with a drawing on the video thing, but I think it's, and then I think it's like anything, isn't it? The more you do, then the more you just see the shortcuts and I take more shortcuts now and realize that you can cheat stuff without compromising, but you can cheat movement by doing certain tricks and, yeah, you know, you become, and then you kind of like, oh man, I would have spent ages trying to do that. I've done that in like one minute and I would have spent half an hour doing that. So, I kind of like feel quite happy about that now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you have like a library of different, um, like library of elements that you use? And like, do you have like brushes instead of drawing all the hairs by hand? Do you like just get a brush and just paint them in the area, or right, like, right? Right? Things like that.
1: Do you know like? For, there was I had this like stupid rule at the beginning that I would never, rub out anything, and I would never, go go backwards, or I never plan it. So I never plan a shot when in drawing. So I just start the shot and I would just say, right, I look at the shot but I think I'm gonna draw this, like something gonna some explosion's gonna happen around the body or something. But I wouldn't count the frames and count and work out how many frames I needed to draw, I'd just draw the the shot. And then if it got to the end of the shot and I ran out of time, you know, to do my for no enough drawings, I'd be like, oh, fuck it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um so I had more of a relax and I would be like, yeah, you know, if you made a wonky line, I wouldn't rub it out. I just thought it's too life, you know, there's lots of drawing to do and I don't want to rub it out. Um hey, sorry, just going on. I've lost the track. That's all good. <laughs> what was the question quick
0: Oh just do you do you have like um like a library of brushes? Oh elements, like elements. Yeah,
1: elements. Yeah, so the problem the thing yeah, the thing is, right? So there were, there's so many little things you redo again and again, like a circle that explodes. And you kind of, and I kind of thought, why, you know? After a while, I was like thinking, does it really matter? I'm drawing each one, like fresh, and maybe I should have a collection of these elements. But um, you know, I started to do that, but then I spent more time. Like it felt really unnatural to sort of bring in a a circle I made earlier and try and move it and try and fit it over somewhere else. It felt almost like I can actually draw it as quick than doing that, but. Saying that, I do have a few. Um, I do have a few. So, what I like to do is, I like to take that layer. Say, I draw a, a video for blue, and then I take off every, turn everything else off. Sometimes, in in a newer thing, I do is I'll um, just reuse. Say, take that video layer from one animation and stick it over another one, and it doesn't fit the image in properly, which I quite like now. So, I've got like weird cubes happening and random shapes appearing. Whereas they would fit one video perfectly, put them on another one, you get a different kind of video, you know, different feel. So I got more into that. Just like, say I open up a video, just grab whatever elements I've drawn before, slap it over and just see what kind of works without even drawing. And then, and then the oh, it works, it doesn't work. So I, I don't really have elements as such, but I, I kind of do reuse stuff and I think it, it's quite a cool way. And, um, and the other thing is I do have brushes which you kind of like discovered. Like, you know, I use the ones that came with Photoshop, but now I have these ones called Kyle Brushes. You buy them, they're like quite cheap, or and he uh, and has like watercolor and, you know, chalk pen. And, and you find the one that I've just found one recently that kind of fits more how I like, feels more like a paintbrush. And I fine-tune it and I store it, yeah. So I have like a couple of and then you kind of forget them, you know. I'm not very good at Photoshop and all the technical side of aspects. So I kind of, a lot of it just, if I was more organized, I'd probably be better at it, <laughs> you know. But I kind of, I think also part of what I do is a bit like, it doesn't really matter And if you forget something and you just have to start again, it doesn't really matter. Like you, you come up with something new, It's it's not trying to be perfect all the time, really.
0: That's no, a good way to be. You've got a pretty loose style and it, it works for it, you know. Because, like, I find if, if you're trying to be too perfect with everything and everything's really clean, when something's off, you can see it straight away. But when you're really loose with it, like, people you, people just – you just can't notice it, really. You know, you yeah, can't thanks notice an that. error. You know, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's the trick, you see. If it just all looks a bit wonky, then, yeah burying the mistakes in there
0: yeah that's like I mean, that's yeah. how i got into um like painting those like bent wire fences and everything i was trying to paint a perfect one and I, f- I fucked up a bit and it's like oh i'm just yeah. gonna have to sort of bend it all out of shape and it's like oh i really like how this is going and then after that first one just from drawing it i started seeing them all over the place and taking photos and yeah it, yeah it i really like them actually me. oh cheers.
1: are you do so you paint the you paint those other bit you paint buildings as well don't you? i saw yeah. that when you did in in Ken- you do. I saw your Instagram in Kensington one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was just the other
1: day. Big long walk. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. That was bloody. I like really it, Long
0: one. Yeah, just uh, like I-, I draw every day, you know. And I draw things that I see, take photos with my phone, and then then draw them over coffee and things like that. And yeah, they become my paintings. You know, so I tra- travel yeah. a lot, and I have end up with paintings from uh, different places I've been.
1: Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, like I said, I met a few guys here, like from. You know, paint paint walls and stuff. And you know, apart from a failed attempt when I was like twelve, thirteen to get into graffiti. Then, um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of jealous when I see the scale. I kind of think, how the hell do you paint like these huge walls and you know, and get the and get the proportions all right? You know, um, I mean, I, I obviously it's practice, but you know, and being out there and the confidence to paint in the street. I kind of, I. I you know, yeah. it's admire, I admire that. I admire that people do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, yeah it's pretty um, intimidating painting, in, like in general public. I think, I, like, I personally don't don't enjoy it that much. Like, I like to paint, and I go out and I do yeah. it. Yeah, I like to sort of do it as uh, when people aren't around. So, you know, So you don't have people going, "What are you doing? What's this?" Yeah, this yeah, you know, yeah. Don't you know, don't don't make me. Yeah. Don't, don't interview me. You know. <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I see people painting in Stokes Croft. Yeah. And there's like you know like some drunks coming along and like running commentary on what you're doing and i'm like oh man he'll just be like I probably totally off putting for me but i don't know i think i like, I like to do it i would like to do it at some point yeah maybe yeah.
0: yeah there's a lot of you know catch up meet up with 45 rpm he'll take you out he's painting every day around the stokes croft area he'll probably probably I paint probably. near his studio get charlie to introduce i probably him. met him yeah you know, you probably had a beer with him you don't even know
1: <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to, back to your work. Like, um, how, yeah. how do you uh, how do you go about drumming up clients? Like, do you have you like kept clients from like networking MTV and all that, or has it all sort of just come through doing the blue clip and then people have contacted you? Yeah,
1: through that, and then uh, and then uh, I think in the beginning I was, yeah, and then actually a big one I forget about was Danny Brown. Um, House Shoes and Danny Brown video. That was one that like, they approached me because I did like the first two and then I spent a long time on that. It's all animation. So that's kind of where I decided discovered the other style where it's just all animated. Um and that that and then yeah, that was a knock on there was a knock and effect from that. But then also I also hunted down the people I wanted to work for. So I kind of thinking. Hey, I've got a few decent people under my belt here. like I've done a house shoes Danny Brown video, but he's not in it. Let me just get in touch with Fool's gold and ask if Danny Brown wants a video and then yeah, I'm approaching him so I knew that, and I'm offering that video for service for free. Yes. so it's kind of you know you're kind of giving your time so but it's almost I just did it mainly for the music and because for, for just for the joy of doing it, you know the buzz of doing it and and also just to see what I could do. But after that, then it's almost like, well, I've got a Danny Brown video. So, you know, certain English artists look at that Danny Brown video, you know, as they, they respect Danny Brown and they want to work with you. And, you know, and then it counts, So And then Run the Jewel, I, I was a massive fan of that first album, Killer Mike LP anyway, back in the day. And, and, and then so I just approached, I think it was, maybe it was Fool's Gold again. I think they were on Fool's Gold, the first album. And at the end, I was just like, oh, let me do a, a, a video. And they had money. And so it wasn't free, but it was cheap. But it kind of just, and then from there, that kind of really, you know, you get a few famous peoples, and, and if they're decent videos, I guess, then suddenly it's like there's knock-on effect. Lily Allen wanted a video because probably I did. I worked on the Kendrick Lamar one that never officially came out. And I worked on Schoolboy Q and, if Lily Allen's trying to do like a hip hop style video, then I'm known for that and and push your T that one you know just drawing over someone else's video. I thought they could have a backlash, but that actually kick started a lot of stuff yeah i got i got i did a I went to Russia and to Moscow to to work on a a Nike music video for a Russian guy. Nike were doing a campaign, and that came about because the guys the, the ad agency saw the the little um, the Push Your T hijack video so it's kind of just feeling my way really and just, just trying to do what I want to do.
0: Yeah and doing it your way and then putting it out there and then yeah. sort of building on from there.
1: that way really I made a few mistakes won't go into them but <laughs> <laughs> everyone does don't they you yeah. know there's a point where you th- oh I'm going to do oh do I really want to do that no I don't want to do that people are going yeah but if you do that you get this money and you'll do that and and it's going to be good for you because you'll be doing this. And then you do it and you're like, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then you and like you think, I should have trusted my gut bar. So I'm just trying to trust my gut, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm a firm believer of that. I've, I've thought about that with, um, you know, putting my art in certain places as well. You know, being yeah. in exhibitions that I've regretted and, you know, people come up to you and go, oh, I'm putting on an exhibition. And it's like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. And then you end up doing it anyway. And then you see the lineup, yeah. and it's like, man, I don't want to be hung Alongside all these, yeah, podcasts. it's not—it's not the direction I'm trying to go. Don't want to sound yeah. snobbish or anything, but I'm trying to get a career going as well, and you've got to be perceived in a certain yeah. light and everything, you know.
1: And the thing is, you can't do everything. Everyone mm. wants you to do either, and you know, there's yeah. I find it hard to say no, so sometimes I say no like five times to the same person, and then the sixth time, I just give in because. I'm just like, you yeah. know, I get worn down. It all depends on when people catch me, but yeah. I'm trying to stay more. I'm trying to be more no person and, you know, yeah. and try and, like you say, try and just look at try and be career, you know, try and look at it rather than just sporadically just going with every offer or chance, you know.
0: Yeah. But I find yeah. it's all about that gut feeling like that first response that comes to you is usually the right one.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. there's nothing worse than afterwards looking back at that moment when you could have said no yeah. <laughs> and then and then knowing that you knew and you're like well i knew this why am I? i'm being fucking dumb i knew this yeah. <laughs> but anyway it's life isn't it mate? it is, it is. it's um, always like next next time next time i won't let it happen <laughs> you're
0: like fuck it happen again <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but um, that's
1: me in a year what's that sorry you come back to me next next year. I'll tell you a bunch of mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> so with um with
0: the shorter videos that you've got on your site, like the the Radiohead one, and um, oh, a few yeah, other yeah. ones, are they, are they like a similar thing? Don't like trying to um sort of get your your music, like sort of get your work seen from a different crowd and and build up work, or they yeah, for Instagram know? or something like that, or what was that all about? Yeah,
1: I think it's just like, yeah. It's a mixture. It's kind of just me. But back in the summer, I did. I took a DJ Khaled video, and I on Instagram, I drew over, like I drew over twenty seconds of it because I just wanted to draw of it, Jay Z, and make it as weird as possible. And I kind of fucked with the track. I don't do. I don't make music, but I used plugins in After Effects to just mess with the music, and I slung it onto Instagram, and suddenly it was like a massive spike in views on it. And I was like, what is someone getting like 160,000 views? in this one video like a 10 second thing I'm going to make, I'm going to go and do the whole video. So I went off for like a week and a half and did the whole video and put that out there. And it got a fair amount of views, but nothing compared to the small bursts on Instagram. It's like the people on Instagram couldn't be bothered to go and watch the official, the finished thing. They just wanted to watch this little 10 second, 20 second clip. So then after that, I was like, well, maybe I don't have to do the whole video. I can just do sketches. They're just ideas. And maybe it's like, so I took Kanye, just took things. Sometimes you kind of think, well, am I doing this? You know, some of them are just like poking, like you know, just trying to test out different crowds, you yeah. know. And um, just things I can just try out and see what – it's a sketch. It's not for anything – it's no big thing. It's like people don't like it, they don't like it. If I just like to try and see, you know – and I think I saw Radiohead not long ago, and they did the, these, these Paul Thomas Anderson sets where he recorded them. And I thought they were nice, but I thought they just looked like they could be drawn on. And, and then recently the other day I was kind of killing time in half an hour. I thought, oh, just let's revisit that. I downloaded it off YouTube ages ago, and I thought, I'll just look at it. And then literally I just sort of strung it together quite quickly. And then when I drew over it, I was like, oh, I really like this. This is nice. And, I would love to do something a bit longer. And then I used that sketch in a treatment video treatment to another artist I did a pitch for. Um Ghost Poet. I just pitched on something for that guy. And I and I put that as a little movie reference for him saying, Hey, I, I see this video looking a bit like this and so yeah, it's like a mixture of sketches, trying out new trying to get new people looking and just trying to develop continually.
0: Yeah. Building. Yeah. So we yeah. thought Because you work with a lot of uh, US acts, like do you find yourself having to fly over there a lot for meetings and things like that, or do do it via Skype? Do
1: you know what? uh, Mostly internet, but then I mean, I went to do a juice that Juicy J was Khalifa one, which is probably you know that's the only time actually. Um, It could have happened more. Like I have pitched on stuff to do to go over the states, but the ones where i have to write treatments for on the on the, these bigger hip hop ones where they have the budget to do that it just hasn't worked out yet where i've had to go that often i, I, I wonder sometimes if i did move to the states or join up a production company there might you know it might it, it, career move wise if i want to do the hip hop side of things it might be a, it would be a good idea probably so in the yeah so a lot of the videos I do for the States, if they're not fully animated, then it's a case of people filming it and sending it over. At the weekend, my friend David, the guy from the Blue video, David Hellman, he did the GQ weekend thing and he just sent me the footage and I drew over it. So uh, I'd like to go more, but I'm not sure with the Visa people these days, customs, I don't know. I'm looking a bit... I'm not looking, I'm looking a bit Arabic. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure. um, I'm looking a bit, you know, I'm not sure what customs, you know, because you go there, you go there without a visa. So you're like, you're on holiday. I'm on holiday, but you're really going to be shooting a music video. Do you know what I mean? So you're working. So it's a little bit like something to go through customs. It doesn't make it, it doesn't make it like seem like the easiest (laughs) thing to go several times a year to do. I've got to work that one out. Yeah.
0: Have you met any um, any of the artists you've worked with?
1: Yeah, so like, you know, Danny Brown, Run the Jewels, Lily Allen, I keep saying, and then um, who the Blue Daisy. Yeah, it doesn't seem like many, does it? But then, I'm put, oh, M&EK? Okay, yeah. So, you know, a few of them. What do you mean, just on the sets, or you mean afterwards? Yeah, or? just like...
0: Hey, I'm the guy that
1: oh, made videos. Zooloops, Zulupas is one of my favorites. Like that. Like, do you know that guy? He's Good, like Danny like, Brown's Zulupas. No, I don't know. It's like on Danny Brown's Bruiser Brigade. Sort of. He's part of that posse. Yeah. And uh, I made a video from the start of last year called "I Should Be Dead." And actually, that was one of my favorite little videos. I mean, they shot the footage, and there's no, there's no real money. They sent it over, I edited it, and drew over it but he kind of let me draw like over his face, like in a crazy way. And the track's quite nuts. And, um, yeah, but those guys, the and Danny Brown came over to Bristol. Not last, you know, uh, not long ago, actually. And I went out to see them, you know, said, hi, it's kind of cool when they're in town. Danny Brown's pretty wild live.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He definitely comes across that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really liked uh, that new uh, John Wayne, like live from the fucking. Oh, thanks, TV. man. That is that the last one you've done?
1: Yeah, last one that came out. You had a couple yeah. and never came out. It was kind of annoying, but that one is yeah. And um, yeah, do you know I really enjoyed that too. And he's in such his albums wicked. I love that album. Like, yeah.
0: Because with with that, I noticed you sort of because there's that conversation at the start of the um the track. Like you really worked a lot yeah. more with type. In that one, and like text yeah. and everything, like was that? Um, do you do you enjoy like just uh, like drawing drawing words and all that? Was it was it fun for you to work with?
1: Yeah, do you know I do, and I've always put that into my videos. But then there's a certain period where like the term lyric video got coined. Like suddenly, I didn't. I wasn't really aware of it. I was just drawing odd words from my you know from the songs into the videos. Cause I like drawing drawing type, and that goes back to being a kid and just drawing you know, just doodling and sketching and I think, or I used to, even though I never did graffiti properly on walls, I used to draw in my sketchbooks, you know, like Mm -hmm. it always be, so I love type and design and drawing, just handwriting words. So, I, you know, so I was kind of in, you know, I did that a lot, but then there's this whole thing of lyric video where it's like a cheaper version of a music video. And it kind of like, I wanted to try and stay away from, being known as a lyric video maker. And I can see why people would rope me into that and some put me into that group at some point because of the type. So when the John Wayne video came about, it was kind of a random in- meeting. Well, I've, I've talked to him before, but on Instagram he got in touch because someone connected us. He, I did a little thing, a little movie on Instagram. Where I used a beat from his, and then someone told him about it, and he looked, and he was like, hey, I've got this new album. I've got this perfect track, which... Would be really nice to do some hand drawn type over the talking, and I was like, okay, well, I love drawing the animated type. I don't mind doing it over the talking. Maybe when it gets to the actual rapping, I'll. You won't see any to- lyrics, you know. So in my head, it was like it's not a lyric video because it stops at, yeah, <laughs> you know, the talking. So you know, I, I really enjoyed doing that. It took a long time actually, but uh, it, it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that.
0: It worked really well because I, I spoke to um, a friend. Or it was my cousin actually. He um, he was doing a music video and he wanted me to help with um, you know having the lyrics come up. But it didn't end up getting off the ground. But I was just sort of think of ways to approach it. And then just looking at how you um, you really put like a lot of emphasis on certain words and it really worked with the uh, like the words had a lot of character to them you know what I mean? Like when someone's voice went up, the word got bigger and then they drifted off and Yeah, okay. things like that. It was, it was just like, that's more than just, um, you know, lyrics popping up on the screen. You really, um, they had a lot of character to them. Yeah. You know, Thanks man.
1: Just, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I put time into that one and I, I loved the album and I wanted to do a good job for him. So, you know, and once you start and you get, you know, you, it's like doodling, you know, when you're just, you're, you're drawing, I guess you just kind of get in the zone and, time goes by and you're kind of enjoying yourself. When you're enjoying yourself, the work goes better, doesn't it? And you, you're having fun and time goes quicker. Exactly. So that was one of those good examples where, and then afterwards I was a bit like, I kind of was hoping for more people to, to watch it, but then I've had, afterwards I've had a good response from more like people, maybe, like yourself, like designers or animators or uh, artists. They kind of dig it. They probably appreciate the effort of, of drawing as opposed to maybe the casual hip hop fan he probably just thinks oh it's some type on the screen so uh, uh, there was a moment where I was like thinking fuck I spent two weeks drawing this type <laughs> like no one cares but then afterwards it's like oh actually people do care I like it. yeah so uh, I'm proud of that video I like it thanks yeah.
0: no worries don't don't get don't get um, caught up in the numbers man i would uh, say it'll drive no, you it'll be insane be sure.
1: you know? yeah yeah you're right you're right it's, yeah it.
0: It's like um, internet generation, you know. It's like um, people get so caught up on uh, on the numbers, the likes, and this and that, and you know, I like I find yeah. that some of the, some of my favorite um, paintings I do, I put on Instagram, and they get the least amount of likes. It doesn't mean it's not a good painting or yeah. it's not my favorite or anything, you know. It's
1: yeah, like, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, do it for you, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, you're right. You know what I mean? Like. Inst- like I was talking about Instagram earlier and I was saying how it's been a big inspiration last year, just doing sketches. But it, it's also got to a point where I'm like, man, I'm tied in. I feel tied into it a bit. Like, like one in, I've tried to disconnect from Twitter a couple of times, but then I want to find out something. So i end up logging back in to sort of find out, you know, or, and, and, I, and I, I'd be stupid to deny it completely. Cause I think the internet helped my in my career with the music videos and launched me, but, you know, it helped. But, you know, I feel like Instagram, I kind of like the moment where I'm, I'm doing a lot of Instagramming and um, it's inspirational, but then you start looking, you start gauging, oh, well, you do start looking at the likes. I wish there was no likes on it, to be honest. <laughs> It'd just be nicer if it was just, you know. I don't know. You can't, I, I do find myself looking at it sometimes thinking, oh, how come like that was did better than that, you know, and start judging my work and and you're right. You've got to leave that. Like I can't. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I um. I like, yeah. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good, yeah, actually, Just don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I always uh. You know, I've got friends who are just addicted to it. And I always tease them. It's like, oh man, that thing rules your life. You know. are like, oh no. yeah. yeah. Like I've turned off. I've got no notifications. Nothing. You know. And I. I check it, uh-huh. I upload, and I um, I just don't get attached to it. I have like ten ten minutes a day that's Instagram time, and that's it.
1: Really? Because otherwise, you, still, you lose I your you're life, man. Yeah, you're disciplined. Yeah, you're dis- That's good, man. You, you're disciplined.
0: Yeah. I got five accounts. You know, I check them uh-huh. all for ten. The, the whole do the whole thing in ten minutes. Get back to any messages, really? all that sort of stuff, and then just go. All right, that's done. Because uh-huh. I, I've lost. I've. I think I've lost like probably. I reckon you could easily lose two years of your life, you know, fuck, and that man. whole time yeah. all spent scrolling, you know. It's like, fuck. Yeah,
1: man. yeah, yeah. I think you're right, man.
0: Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. That's I just me. I man. need to use you as a, as a role model now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, um, but do you have any uh, like dream projects? Like, um, like anyone you'd love to work with that you haven't uh, had a chance to and all that?
1: Yeah, someone asked me this the other day, a question, and, I, and um, I couldn't think. Yeah, I guess yeah, like MF Doom with um, Most Def. You know, those two. Like, I was thinking about yeah, Doom. I always felt like I could have done something good with Doom. Um, and then yeah, Most Def was all, was all yeah, those two. I think there probably is if I think about it more, but I, I don't know. I'm not so sure at the minute. Yeah. Well, there's loads of other bands I like, actually, I want to ex- ex- would like to work with more, like, um the guy Shigeto, more electronic Detroit guy, and then um, I like that band War on Drugs. is isn't to them a lot. It's not hip-hop, you know? It's like, there's a few things I'm working on that aren't hip-hop actually going to be coming out, but see if they're going to happen. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I would like to take his, like I said, more into the a gallery and work out like something like making films with musicians that aren't necessarily music videos, are uh, more like loops that can be put into the gallery. Um, and then, you know, to do, and then taking prints from them. I had a quite an, an, an idea when I want to take like, maybe make 24, like a 24 frame, say it's a 12 frames a second, a couple of second loop and then print off the 24 frames, you know, and have them. So you got the video that. Is a constant loop, but then you have got the, the prints that go with it. Each each one different, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, I kind of want to try and work out some way. of Yeah, dream project to do, to do more gallery stuff. I think mean, yeah. somehow.
0: Make it happen, man. It's all it's all yeah, there yeah, for the yeah. taking, you know. But um, like, do you have any uh, up and coming projects, like things you're working on that are coming out, and do you? Things like yeah.
1: That? there's a there's, do um, you know that guy Washed Out? No. Uh, so he's like, I think the Pitchfork or someone coined the, f- the phrase chill out, uh, yeah, it's chill out, uh, chill wave, I don't know, chill wave maybe. He's like a kind of electronic laid back guy, had a f- f- few albums, he's got an album coming out on Stone's Throw and he's made a video for every track on the album. Actually, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I've, got, I've made a couple of videos for his project that's coming out. Quite excited about them. They're collage, They're different than they're, than what I normally do. Um, at the minute, there's a bunch of things, but I'm not sure exactly what's gonna what's coming. Some French rapper called, some French African rapper, um, Joey the Soldat. Anyway, cool. There's a few things.
0: <laughs> I'll keep an eye out. So so, where's the best place for people
1: to uh, check out your work online? Yeah, I'm thinking well, roughmercy dot com. It's pretty current. That's the sort of where I put the main finished videos, and then also my Instagram, just rough mercy, uh, Instagram rough mercy. Uh, that's why I think if you're interested in seeing more like daily kind of thought process, and you see a little more like a little fifteen second, twenty you know minute animations that are more experimental. That's, a good, that's my favorite place to, for people to check my work, I think, at the minute. Yeah. Is a good idea? I don't
0: think I've interviewed yeah. someone that hasn't said Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah. that's funny because I was listening to your Jason Jagel one and he's talking about how he's not that, like, down with the social media. And like, a lot of my friends, all my generation of, like, my, my sort of peers, my college friends, sorry, they're all kind of really bar humbug about, like, Twitter and Instagram and, and I kind of like, I force myself to be more sociable on Instagram. I'm, it's not really my, like, I don't do Facebook and Twitter. I only use it really to just to promote a video. But Instagram is kind of my only, you know, it, it's an easy one. Like I think Jason Jagel was saying it's like, because it's visual, it's easier almost. I don't have to write how I'm feeling and I can just blast a picture or it doesn't have to be about how I'm feeling. It's just, just some anything, isn't it? So
0: Yeah. I can
1: understand why it works for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, totally. Like I find I've, uh, I'll have i put up a photo and start typing some explanation about the photo and then just delete it all and just put the photo up. <laughs> yeah. That's done. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Yeah. Cool. Simple thing. Though.
0: Well, thanks for taking the time to uh, sit down and have a chat.
1: It's... Hey, no, thanks, man. I hope it's worth it. I know I'm... I've, no, uh, no, it's all good. Yeah. You're, still,
0: you're still in bed. We
1: should call this one pillow talk, not bench talk. <laughs> And I was about to have a shower before. Then uh, i have got to go pick my kids up. We're going to from the park. We're going to go and have a like that Easter Sunday, Easter Monday lunch. Now walk. Yeah, it's nice and sunny here. Nice. Anyway, thanks, man. That's Stay all right. Stay in touch. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah.
0: I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To find out more about today's guest, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you will find all previous episodes and images of the guest's artwork. Also, follow us on Instagram bench underscore talk There you can keep up to date with all things that are happening with the podcast bench talks also streaming on soundcloud and facebook just simply search for bench talk podcast or you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes while you're there don't forget to rate and review it helps get the word out and if you like the podcast don't forget to tell a friend thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode bye